Hello and welcome to episode 155 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Henny, I, I had to I had to let we were having lunch together today and so I said, oh wait, you have to listen to this. So I had to let him um, hear the Brian's post from Insta post from yesterday mm-hmm. about being the, the edge guy. I only do the outside because also that Phil is responsible for doing the outside edge <laughs> okay. hustle. Okay, he's also an edge guy. Also an edge guy. Yeah. So yeah. Doesn't so, wet, I, I leave the middle. I don't get into. I don't get into it. I'll leave it for other people. <laughs> that was really funny. So <laughs> I know. I think we've mentioned this Instagram account before on yeah. the podcast, but it's uh, at Benoth, B N O T H, and he posts a little short video on Instagram every single day. Yeah. And sometimes it's him singing and sometimes it's him talking about something and sometimes he's he's doing something like he's you know dancing around his apartment or whatever like but every day he posts something and most days whatever he posts make me chuckle. Yeah. Some days it's extremely funny to me. Yeah. And the post about 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 the puzzle was very funny. Well, especially because he has this real dry sense of humor and like real like straight faced way of like telling you the story but then the whole thing is ridiculous you know and <laughs> and so he starts by saying you know that he you know he hit it real hard last night like he yeah. went he went all in like you know and so you're imagining that this was some wild party you know yeah. you know he and a few of his friends got together and they did a puzzle <laughs> it was, well, they, they, well, while watching the Grammys. Oh, right, 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 right. Of course, of course. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I mean, the background to him is that he's actually, I think, uh, like a, a comedian of sorts. That's what he wants to do. He had moved to Toronto just before the pandemic hit. Yeah. Uh, and so I guess to keep practicing, he had sort of said that through every day he was going to post something. And I think you or Steph introduced it to me. I'm not sure who was watching first. Yeah, probably Steph was watching first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, he's he's just very, very funny and very ridiculous. Yeah. But you know what I also saw yesterday, last night, um, uh, my friend Linda, her husband, post on his his insta story and i'm like he's he's like oh i have a new friend and there is a dove inside of his apartment sitting on his like on on the top it was on the top of a door that's where it was and then the next thing goes and and now it's sitting at the dining room table like right on the table he said and now we're watching a netflix show (laughs) together and i was like what in the actual F is going on? None of this sounds like a good idea to me. I, I'm not a big, not a big bird guy. Not really. No. I like to see birds from a distance. I think some birds in particular are, are quite lovely to see. They're quite majestic. I, I even like the sound of like birds chirping and tweeting away in the background. Like I'm into that too. I don't want a bird anywhere near me. I don't want a bird in my home. I don't want a bird in a cage. I don't want a bird outside of a cage. I don't even like birds when they're like on the ground and I'm walking and they're close to me and I think they might fly <laughs> up in my face. Like I'm just not into it. Yeah, and especially not when a bird poops on you. Don't like that at all. 
Especially not when that happens. So, anyways, I I was like, oh, geez, right? And he, like, wrote back with, like, you know, emojis laughing. So this morning, I was like, oh, there's no update. So I wrote, and I said, hey, morning, you know, is your friend is your friend still with you? And he said, no. So he actually, like, went to bed and left this friggin' bird in his house. And he said, well, I got up this morning. The bird, uh, He slash she was gone. Um, he said, I, I think it was like in, in nesting mode. So it wasn't fluttering all over. Cause I said, okay, I would have been freaking out like broom, <laughs> towel, whatever I need to do to get this thing out of my house. Like I would have been freaking out because Henny, you know, there's a famous line about what happens when there's a bird in the house and what it means. I don't know. Is it not? Is it not from To Kill a Mockingbird? Oh, I don't even know. Is there not a line that's like a a bird in the house house means a death in the house? Oh. Can you fact check that? I'm Googling it right now. Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely right. A bird flying into the house is a sign of impending death. Boom. One of the only things. There are some variations to the superstition. So some believe that just if a bird flies into your house, that means that there's important news coming. Okay. But in general, yeah, so this says sometimes it means massive change. It might mean um, like a massive change in like freedom or happiness. But in many cases, it's a health risk to the owner of the house or even death. So I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I guess not. Can you imagine? By the way, you know what it means when a bird is in your house? Yeah. <laughs> Have you updated your will? <laughs> oh my goodness. Can you imagine? I don't think anyone yeah. would be super appreciative of a message like that. But Henny, it's like, why that is like, just stuck with me forever. I have no idea. No idea. But I did. That's exactly what I was thinking. (gasps) And, and I also, because there's no screens on anything here and everyone leaves all of their doors and windows wide open. And so our sliding glass doors often, most of the days it's left open, but I actually think about it. And I, and I was like, Hmm, I wonder how many like people have a bird or something fly into their house. Right, right, right. But now well, the Peter lives across the street. So maybe that bird could have flown into my house. But it didn't, but it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to worry. Yeah, I, maybe like my dog right now is like laying on his elevated bed like spread eagle. So I'm not really thinking he'd be too fussed about it. So that's no. not going to save me. And he only <laughs> has one eye. Maybe maybe he got pecked out of the eye with the other one. I don't know. He's also <laughs> terrified of cats. So maybe a cat attacked him. I mean, I'm trying to make up all these like stories because we don't know what happened to him. But it could have also just been an eye infection that didn't get treated, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess genetically he could have been born like that too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. There are lots of different options. If he could only tell me. 
if only. Do you ever see people like if you're, I don't know, if you're at an airport or in a mall or, you know, on a bus or something and you like watch the people and then you're trying and then like, do you ever sort of try to figure out, you know, how they're connected to the people that they're with or like what their story is? Like, is this person on their way to work or are they on a first date or are they, you know, like, do you ever sort of make up stories about the people that you see? I can't even believe you're asking me this like you don't know me. It's like you've just met me and you're asking a random person. You you know the answer is 100%. Well, I know the answer, but I need our view our, our viewers. <laughs> I need our listeners. <laughs> Thank goodness they're not viewers. No, exactly. uh, we need our listeners to hear the answer to that question. Yes, 100%. Sometimes I'm like, I wonder what happened. Hmm. And sometimes, well, you know, the other, then the next thing is, is that you're actually with somebody and either they express what they think to you mm -hmm. or you to them. And then there's a whole discussion and a debate over if you agree or you don't agree or you want to add some alternate, you know. Right. So I, so I will tell you one of the best places to watch people is yeah. at a baseball game. Uh. Okay. There for a long period of time, right? right. Mm -hmm. And the people that you're around are the same people because for that extended period of time, because yeah. you're, you have the seats that you have, right? So when when I go to whenever I go to the baseball game with Mark, I don't know if he watches the game at all. Like he is obsessed with the people around. Like who's getting up? Who's who's staying seated? Who's eating? How many things has that person had? Like oh, that person had ice cream. Oh, now they've got popcorn. Oh, now they got a hot dog. Or oh, you can get chicken fingers here. Where are the chicken fingers? Like I'm telling you. And then you know, and how are he loves how are people connected? Do you think? Do you think that? Do you think they're like together do you think that's dad do you think that do you think they're brother and sister do you think do you think they're friends like, i'm like i don't i don't know and he's like, <laughs> like he is like sleuthing it out you know it's so oh. it's so funny and for a guy who really loves sports yeah he's too distracted to watch the game like if we watch the game on television he's into the game but if yeah. we are at the roger center no he could not There's care. Too much going on. Too much going on. He just could can't. not care less about yeah. the game. No. Yeah. See, for me, the place that I'm not, I'm not thinking about who they are, if they're connected or whatever, but I can't stop listening to other people's conversations is at the movies. Oh, Okay. Like if there's people behind you and they're talking and then there's someone over here and that then if you're trying to talk to me, I'm, I don't want, like, I almost want to tell you to shush. <laughs> yes. Cause I need to listen to the conversations that are happening around me because yeah, I get very distracted by all of these other conversations. And so now will you ever like add your two cents to those conversations? No, like verbally, <laughs> like tell them something. No, I'm not a, <laughs> crazy. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say I'm not a creep. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not. But, no, I wouldn't do that. Okay. However, I do I do hate when I can only hear one side of a conversation. I know that. I know that about you. <laughs> hate it. I, I almost like want to, like, don't, don't walk away or get off at this stop. I haven't finished. You haven't finished. I want to know what happened. 
Okay, I remember once I was on, where was I? And I listened for the whole time. I think it was on an airplane and we were seated quite early and I listened to this guy. No, I was, I bet it's at an airport though, waiting in a long lineup. It was in Miami actually to get <laughs> checked in. Okay. And listen to this guy. He must have been like talking to his sister about some guy that she had been out with and then she wanted to like dump him and then but there was been this big thing and whatever and he was like really nicely trying to like you know walk her through the whole thing and phil and i like you know we're moving about like a you know a centimeter like every 20 minutes in the line but yeah listening to the whole conversation but we never got to like that and that i wanted to really ask like okay what happened like what did he do (laughs) yeah what did he do because I'm mad at him now, too. Of course. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, so, 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 so that I can fully be in solidarity with you, I need all the details. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I can appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. The only place I'm just thinking, like, I also get distracted by other people's conversations. And then I'm listening to those conversations. But then I'm thinking, like, would I ever, like, interject as part of the the only time that I can think that I would, like, add my own two cents into the conversation would be if, if the, like, if we were in a line, for example, and the conversation was related to the reason we were in the line, you know, like, because then it's not that, it's not that I'm listening to your, like, personal conversation about something that has nothing to do with me I'm listening to the conversation that you're having with your like with whoever you're with with your party about the fact that we're all stuck here I'm also stuck here I might add something to that conversation yes and that I that's I I would also and it's yeah it's one of those where I'm not trying to listen to your conversation but you're standing so close to me that I can't help but hear your conversation and that I'm as, you're as annoyed as you are about yeah yeah and and we have a shared experience and yeah. that's what you're talking about correct yeah yeah I might yeah. I might jump in there yeah 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 me too me too oh my goodness <laughs> that was an awful lot of talk about absolutely nothing but good at that <laughs> we, we are <laughs> okay well let's talk about something then okay let's talk about it first of all Last week, I know I was going back and forth about should I sign up for this course on FitOn? Shouldn't I? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I decided that I should. And then you yeah. were going to do it with me. Anyway, that course has officially started. It has. And what do you think so far? I, it's harder than I thought it was going to be in the beginning week. And it's like a and it was like only had like a one circle. And I was like, what is going to happen if we get to three circles? Yeah. I'm going to be dying. I also thought that. Like, I thought the the workouts that we've done so far, they've been harder than, yeah, I definitely harder than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Harder than many of the workouts that already exist on FitOn that are yeah. Sydney, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like but she I, got married. It's like she got married and then she's like. And she's like tough like, love working us yeah exactly. <laughs> i mean i love them i'm not complaining but yeah. i agree and because like we're still in the first week of workouts i also think because the first week is like foundations and yeah I'm 
like foundations. Like today, before Sandy, I didn't even talk. We haven't talked about today's workout yet. But today, there was one thing where you had weights in your hands, and then you had to do a lunge. Yeah. So, like, imagine your left foot's in front and your right foot's behind, and you do a lunge. So you 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 know bend down, then you stand back up again. But as you're standing up, you have to put all your weight on your front foot. You have to lift your back foot behind you in the air and move your hands that have weights in them, like yeah. up behind your like to up behind your like- back to sort of like str- like work your your triceps and your and your upper back and your shoulders and but then like it was fast so then you have to go back and right back into a lunge I was like what is happening here I I mean so we did that on one side I didn't even get one rep in I was like so (laughs) off balance and like off kilter I was like what is happening here and then when did when we switched and we did it on the other side I did get three of the reps in but like I think she did eight I know and and (laughs) I didn't I chose not to use weights um just because I I was after yesterday I thought okay I I, I'm just one I haven't done any of this type of movement and way too long and then just knowing that I'm concentrating on my ankle, even though yeah. it's healed, I'm just like, you gotta be careful. I'm just like babyish to it or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, you know, and I, it's okay. I just won't do it with the weights, but um, yeah, that there was that move. And then there was like the side plank kind of move thing where then, then the leg was going in front and then going back down to the knee. I'm like, what is happening here? Okay, no, Sandy. I just stayed in this in the, in the modified side plank. I just what was stayed all there. of that anyway? So I don't even know. Like, I mean, you would have to. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's all strength, right? Because yeah. because what happened was your imagine your right knee is on the ground. Yeah, and your right hand is also on the ground. And then your left foot is stretched out and touching the ground. So you're sort of like in a making an in like making an incline, kind of like a ramp. So from your foot up to your head is like a ramp. And mm. the but the bulk of your weight is on the knee. Yeah. Right? So you have a hand, a knee, and a foot on the ground, but most of your weight is on your knee. And so what she wanted you to do as a challenge was pick that foot, like the knee, pick it right up off the ground. Yeah. So that means that one foot and one hand is going to lift, like hold all of your body weight. That wasn't happening for me. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even try it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did it on one side, but the other side, I, I yeah, I, I was confused about what I was supposed to be doing. And so then by the time <laughs> I figured it out. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, it was, it's, I mean, it's good. It's good to get it's back. It's really good. So, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really good. It's really good. I, I, I like it. I, yeah, it feels, I don't know, anytime something feels new. Yeah. It's, there's a certain sense of, like, yeah. excitement and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, the other thing, we did try some other things last week that yeah. I had saw, I'd seen someone had posted on Connect, and they were called something senior, senior seniors yeah senior shape 
Senior Shape, and it was a YouTube channel. Right, Senior Shape. But they had all these workouts, and they, when you looked at the description, it said for beginners or seniors, or and or seniors. Yes. So, anyways, I, you know, thought, hmm, I'm going to, you know, just want to see what these are like. So, anyways, Henny was very good to, to say that she would do two with me. Yeah, of course. Now, I actually thought they were okay. They're slow. So, for me, I thought it was, it was fine. And I, but I knew they'd be too slow for you. So, the first one, I think, was a cardio one we did. Yeah. And it is not like it is very similar to a lot of other things that we've done as far as yes. the moves etc so i like the slowness of it especially if it was for people who had an injury would also really be good for to slow yeah. things down but for people who are maybe new to to activity etc it was good now the second one was a, a dumbbell yeah class yeah and i actually thought some of the sequencing that she did i actually really quite liked i'd never yeah. On them together. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, and I felt them. And and you could make that as easy or hard as you wanted with yeah. the different length, uh, the, the weights that you used, right? Yeah, so, so for the cardio one, I just felt like there's other stuff out there that is the same, that is better yes. music. For sure. The music is not inspiring it's, at all. Right. That I feel like if I were going to do that, because it was really, it was really a walking workout. Right. Yes. And yeah. I mean, I love a walking workout. Yeah. And it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, But I would choose a different walking workout over that one. Yeah. But then you're right with the, with the, with the dumbbell workout. Mm -hmm. If you had never done anything with a pair of dumbbells before. I, it was great. She yeah. really did a good job of giving you lots of cues about what mm -hmm. things should feel like and what things should look like and, you know, where your, uh, where your weight should be, where, how your arms should be turned in or out or how your, st yeah. how your stance should be, you know, like she did give you a lot of those cues, which sometimes yeah. I find with workout videos or even with like workout classes, the instructors just tell you to do like, do eight of this, but yeah. like you have to sort of like make up what this is, you know, like, yeah. like you kind of, you, you think you're copying them, but you're not really sure. Whereas yeah. this, I thought this woman did a really good job of explaining what needed to happen and letting you see different angles and what this looks like. And, and I would agree with you also that, some of the movements that she had or some of the movements that she put in a row it yeah. was like it flowed really nicely it was really interesting my mistake was start like not having uh not starting with weights that were the right weight uh, okay like because i wasn't 100 percent sure what it was and so then the weights that i picked were too light uh, okay. And so about halfway through when I realized what it was, I switched my dumbbells and then it was much better. Yeah. 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 So, um, you'll put that in the, in the show notes. Right? Yes. So yeah, for people that want to take a look at it because they did, they did have some, she has some seated, um, workouts also like a seated yoga and stuff, but I am going to, there's like, um, kickboxing 
one. Oh, and so I've never I... done kickboxing. And then there's a bar and kickboxing workout with abs and dumbbells. I would try both of those. Yeah. So those ones looked uh, interesting um, also. It's, you know what, it's nice to have, like, it's nice to try different things and it's nice to sort of hear like, this is good if this is the case, or this is good if you're in this position or, you know, because I think especially with workouts, but especially I think when weight is involved, like when, when dumbbells or barbells or things like that are involved, I think that can be really off-putting for people who've never tried it before because, if you don't know what you're doing, you don't, A, you you feel a little foolish because you don't know what you're doing, and B, you don't want to hurt yourself mm-hmm. doing something incorrectly, right? Yeah. And so this is a, this was a good place to start, I think. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, because I have, hadn't been doing, even I had been doing, you know, certain things, but I hadn't done some of this type of work for a while, and, and so... I, you know, for me, I thought it was good to get back into it and also slow things down. Sometimes it's good because mm-hmm. it, we get lazy yes. with form and stuff mm-hmm. and just doing things fast doesn't necessarily mean better. No, no, so no, So I no. think that those are always good reminders too, but yeah. anyway, anyways, we just thought we would, I want, thank you for trying that with me and then we mm-hmm. thought we would just share that with everyone. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the podcast that you sent me to take a listen to. Okay. So this is a podcast we've, I've mentioned before on our podcast because we have listened to a, I've listened to a handful of episodes, but, but not any more than that. So the podcast is called No Stupid Questions. And the way that the podcast works is they have, it's two people, um, and, and uh, a person who focuses in economics and a person who focuses in psychology. And they ask a question or have a question presented to them. And then they just sort of talk about it for about a half an hour. And they bring research that they know from their, from their you know, respective fields to talk about the, the, the topic. They, they ask questions themselves about it. They sort of make, you know, uh, their own suggestions about what they think they share their opinions whatever and and uh it's yeah it's, it's the handful that I've listened to I really enjoyed and then I just yeah. sort of stopped listening because other things got in the way but I don't know what happened that it popped up on like when I opened my podcast app and it popped up and the and the episode that I saw was called is poor nutrition a supply problem or a demand problem? Yeah. And so I immediately started listening. And I was only like 10 minutes in and I sent it to you because I thought yeah. Sandy's going to like this too. Uh, so, okay. yeah. yeah. So yeah. the question was, is the reason that there are so many Americans, North Americans, that have poor nutrition is that because there isn't good nutritious food available so it is is it a supply problem or is it because people aren't choosing those foods so is it a demand problem right yeah and and i i don't know i mean they they talked about food deserts mhm right and so there's a lot of communities 
in the U.S. and also in Canada, where there there's no large grocery chains, and so people are left to. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not. Penny I'm just, just swallowed swallowed a yawn. But it made your face look really ridiculous. Like your eye was like. My eyes are also now both watering. So <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> oh, Lord above. This is crazy. Anyway. Yeah. Or I, and people are relying on like little little variety stores or bodegas or, or you know, at this, things like that. Or. In the absence of grocery stores, there never seems to be an absence of fast food takeaway. Whether it's one of the chains or it is uh, small mom and pop type operations. Typically, the areas that also um, don't have the grocery stores are often um, minority based. Yeah. Ethnic groups where they have congregated because they are with people who speak the same language as them, who are like them, you know, that, that, and so that type of food is often the, the fast, quick food that's also served um, cheaply. There was, there was a lot, there's been a lot of research done on that though. Yeah. To say, you know, that we've, Big picture been told that is the reason why people in those types of communities do suffer from poor nutrition. Poor nutrition mostly meaning weight issues, right? Obesity. Also, then when you have poor nutrition, you also have poor health. Yeah. Also, don't have uh, access to healthcare. Yeah. So, not only do you not have access to good good food you also don't have access to health care and and in, in some areas in Canada clean running water yeah correct right and in the U.S. also yeah uh, so you know and there's all of those things it's like what's the chicken or the egg yeah right absolutely I felt I felt that exact sentiment very much listening to all of the conversation that the podcast host had about this question because it started by it started with them talking about a research article that had been recently published and there were a bunch of authors yeah something tells me there were 14 authors but maybe yeah. I made that up no no I think there were yeah, yeah. So a whole bunch of authors and really the finding was of this research was that it's that poor nutrition exists because people don't choose healthy food and right. not because there isn't healthy food to choose. Yeah. And initially I was like, really? Like that doesn't sound right. You know, and because of all the things that you've already said, you know, that there are areas where there isn't necessarily a variety of food to choose from, or there isn't uh, fresh food, fresh uh, fruits, fresh vegetables, you know, fresh milk products even, or whatever it might be, you know, that everything is packaged and processed and whatever. The one thing that they didn't, I mean, they 
kind of brushed over, but they didn't really say that I was surprised, never came up, is that I think the problem that I think does exist is that in a lot of places, there is supply. So there is healthy food to choose, but there isn't supply at a price point that the people living there can afford it. And so in that case, could you really say that there is supply? Like there is physically food there, mm -hmm. but if the people living in that community can't afford it, then mm -hmm. what's the point? Yeah. And they, they did mention, you know, that particularly with fast food and convenience style food, that often that food is, and, and junk food, I guess, as we would yeah. qualify, like potato chips and things like that. Often that food is inexpensive in relation to the amount of calories that it is. Correct. Right? Um, yes. But they, I was surprised that they didn't go one step further and say, and the, the stuff that is you know, healthy that would help that has full of vitamins and minerals and, and whole grains and things like that. Like these foods are sometimes out of reach from a money standpoint, mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people. Well, the other thing, it's not just about, like you said, that, that there may be access to some of it, but they, but if they don't know how to prepare it or what to do with it, and that's an, that's a problem too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Depending on, you know, you have what your background is, like what how you grew up. Yeah. If you did not grow up eating those foods, knowing the taste and enjoying them, because we all um, acquire taste for food as it's been introduced to us. But if that food is never introduced to you, you don't even know what it tastes like. You, it, it looks foreign to you. And if you think about fruits and vegetables there are a lot of fruits and veg that look very odd so there <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't you it wouldn't be something where you'd be like i mean if you've got the choice between like a radish and a chocolate bar you know yeah. if you know what that chocolate bar is going to taste like then why would you choose a radish yeah you know so that that was also i because they they the one person, one of the hosts is Angela Duckworth, who um, wrote the book Grit. So yeah. and I know a lot of people have read her book and yeah. are familiar with her. And she makes a point of saying, I mean, she was like, she was raised eating like all kinds of things because she wanted to assimilate to yes. the to the area, right? That she, um, I think she was raised in California. Mm -hmm. But... Um, and from immigrant parents, correct? Yep. Yep. And wanting to be like everybody else and not necessarily the food that her parents were preparing. And so she had a really poor diet, but now as an adult, she has been able to shift that. So there was discussion also about that just because you were raised in a certain way, eating those foods can you make at some point a, a switch in a decision? Mm -hmm. And she, she does also acknowledge that she has the means to, right. 
to eat differently and to buy yeah. differently. Education also plays a role in that. Yeah. So, so I, I think that the thing, one of the things that I did find interesting was just the name of the podcast or the title of it is one thing, but when you really get into it, there's so many different things that nobody considers or considers as a standalone each each one. So it's yeah. like, do you know how to prepare it? Do you what is the you know? Do they have the money to buy it, even if it was available to them? You know, yeah. what level of education? Yeah. All of those things are related. Yeah, yeah. It's not just is the food there or not, right? Yeah. yeah. And so then on the demand side, like on the side, and this is what the the research article was yeah. suggesting. You know that that people, even when given the choice they will choose they they will not choose the you know quote unquote healthier option and mm. and so they had a bunch of different examples and the one the one that i remember they were talking about when in the united states and now this happened in canada as well but they were talking about in the united states when the law was passed that all yeah chain chain restaurants had yeah. to post the number of calories beside the food items right and they thought that this was going to be a, a, a strategy that would really encourage people to make lower calorie choices yeah. and actually the opposite happened yeah it's and and that was because people might look at a burger at McDonald's that's two dollars and see it's 600 calories and think they're getting a really good deal yeah. that they're getting all of those calories for such a cheap price yeah it's you know because I mean and we know that this is like calories are, are are like one thing to consider they have nothing really they're not a good indicator of nutrition no of a of a food you know no a food in quotations yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. so but, but I just I just think it's so funny that it's like this whole thing came to pass to try and encourage yeah. people to to choose food a certain way and it really yeah. encouraged people to choose it the opposite way. I know, I know. But, know, it, and, but, it, but that, and that's all because of an education thing, which which I think part of that legislation was like if I think about being in like a you know some sort of a food chain where you actually had like a a tray liner. Like if, they, if your food was on a train, it had a liner on it and it would have like, you know, the average woman, the average child, the average man that should have no more than so many hunt, like right. calories a day. So right, you, right, right. But that requires you one and it's very small print. They use the, 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 the smallest font that they actually are legally obligated to, you know, to can get away with using. Of course. And, and that also then you have to, to you have to do like the mental math. You know what I mean? Like if you look and it says the average man, I don't know, 2,500 calories a day. And you're like, oh, okay, well, that was only 600 plus this was 500. It's 1,100. You know, I still have X amount left. But then the everything else that you consume during the day doesn't also have the amount of calories of like right front and center for you then to start. I mean, you know, it, it's like you need to like have a little like pen and paper to like track your food. <laughs> right. <laughs> Imagine that. Track your food. Imagine that. Yeah. Well, and the other thing they were talking about too was that a bunch of research has been done in 
school cafeterias and with school food programs and things yeah. like that about you know what kids are choosing and so the the podcast hosts did get to that in their conversation about the fact that education is so important right yeah. teaching kids and adults but teaching kids about you know having a variety of foods in their diet and you know enjoying different sorts of things and incorporating uh -huh. fruits and veggies and doing all of those things and and that whole time when I was thinking like when I was listening to that I was just thinking about you know and I know I've mentioned this on the podcast before but I was thinking about the breakfast program at the school that I teach at yeah. and you know the way that it is set up is there are f like four buckets of things and you pay your 50 cents and you can pick three things well there it's always a yogurt tube a granola bar something else like a bagel or something and then like a tangerine well no one picks the tangerine i wonder why i know i know you and, know? and the other no, things the other things aren't great choices either no no like it really is like the other choices are are often like snacks rather yeah. than you know hearty breakfasts yeah and and but they're easier to eat right yeah. like because i even think of like the tangerine so a yogurt tube i rip the top off and i like suck know, it all out yeah easy into my mouth you know yeah. um you know a bagel or a muffin or whatever it is i just unwrap the cellophane and eat it a granola bar, I take it out of the package and I eat it. But a but a, a tangerine, I have to peel the tangerine before I can eat it. Yeah. You know, so so like not only is it not like, you know, glittery and sequined and you know, calling yeah. me to grab, but it also is more work and like it it just it doesn't make sense to me. If if you want kids to choose fruit, then you have to make them choose fruit yeah. so like the option should be that there are four maybe it should yeah. be that there are four buckets four. two of them are fruits yeah. and you have to pick three you know yeah. or that there are you know whatever maybe there's a fruit and one other thing and you take one of each you know like that's it yeah i feel like there's a better way to spend our money to provide a better and more nutritious breakfast to our students yeah, yeah. you know well, but you know sometimes those programs are the the intention is correct but the delivery and the yeah. rollout is not you well, know and i will tell you like i just learned this last week that a lot of uh, a lot of the food that we have in the breakfast program, we rely on donations. And so yeah. for this school year, there is one organization that is that has been donating boxes of food. And so every week or maybe no, I think it's every maybe it's every two weeks every two weeks the school gets a delivery of these boxes of food. And so but each of the so so then the person who's in charge of the breakfast club has to open each individual box. The boxes are like the size of a shoe box. She has to open each individual box and there are like uh. 50 of them unpack these things. And like each of these boxes has 
a variety of things in it. It has yeah. a box of yogurt tubes. It has a box of granola bars. Like that's where these items come from. Well, it also has a liter carton of milk. What are you and doing so, with those? Giving them away. Yeah. And so, you know, so the teacher said, like, saw me in the hallway the other day when she was unpacking it. And she said, hey, like, did you need a carton of milk? And I'm like, no, I don't need a carton of milk. But like, there's, and this is another, it just feels like mismanaged resources. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, a liter, like a liter of milk. Yeah, a liter of milk. And there, there are like 50 boxes. So there are like 50 of them. Well, that's the thing. And you're like, why is it like that? It, I mean, when the donation is going to a school, you would think that that isn't even the right type of product to be putting in it. Well, that's it. Like, like if it were a little 250 yes. mil and there were 100%. four of them, you could give those to kids. Right. For but sure. what are you, what are you going to do with a liter carton? No, like, yeah. And then it gets into cups. I mean, that's the thing I, I know. I mean, the, again, the, I mean, the, I the can't behind it is, yes, is yes. generous. However, one, you, you're also talking about the environment, like, you know, there's lots of wrappers, lots of packaging, lots of excess garbage creation. So uh -huh. lots of. Yeah. So, yeah, it's tricky. I mean, you can't, you can't fix everything with, in one program, right? Absolutely. But, I mean, and, yeah. and I, I'm not being, I'm not looking a gift horse in the mouth. I think it's yes, wonderful that this food is sure. being donated at all. Yeah. I also am not being critical of the woman who runs it because she's just working with yes. what's being given and is yes. doing her very best with it. Yeah. I just, when I see how that operates and when I learn more information about how it operates and then I'm encouraged through a podcast like No Stupid yeah. Questions to think about this sort of stuff and where yeah. and where is food available where isn't food available what choices are people making yeah. you know yeah. it just makes me think about how much better it could be well yeah and you also need to think i mean we've we've both been involved in um collecting donations and yeah. asking what is needed not what we think is needed and yeah. so I, I also, you know, I, I, I don't, if it was me on the donating end of that, I also would want to make sure that the people that are on the receiving end, that it is something that is useful to them and that the right yeah. people are getting it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because obviously the worst situation would be for it to go into the garbage and that, that there's more food waste. Absolutely. However, to ask, you know, to, to, you don't actually need the milk. No, that's it, right? Like to yeah, it, to be to be so desperate to get rid of it that yes. you're pawning it off on people, yeah. you know? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't seem quite right. It's, yeah, it's interesting. I'm just thinking because you said you know about when you are the donator that it's so important to understand yeah. what the people that you are like what people need and want, and then yeah. donate that rather than whatever it is you think you're thinking. And I will never forget, I think I was in grade eight and I was on like our food bank committee and we were working with the 
Stony Creek Food Bank at the time. And so it was our job to go every week and collect food donations from classrooms. And then once a month, there was a group of us that got to like load all of the food into our teachers' cars and our teachers would drive us over to the food bank and we would unload it. And, and, uh, and then I remember that the food bank was doing some special drive to send food overseas. So like the food bank services the local community Mm -hmm. but they were doing something special to send food overseas and I remember the woman who worked at the food bank coming and talking to every one of our classes at our school and it was like a very serious conversation about what you could donate and what you could not donate because I guess like just prior to that happening there'd been like a huge shipment of powdered milk delivered to a country maybe nigeria a country in africa and and that it was and it had come from the canadian red cross or something like that this was in the early 90s like in the mid 90s yeah i I already know the issue right like what Whoever, who thought that it was a good idea to send help in the form of powdered milk to a country country that's probably experiencing drought? Correct. (laughs) Right? And and so I I will never forget this woman from the bank, like, coming and having this very serious conversation. But as a kid, that was the first time that that ever dawned on me that you couldn't just give anything. Right. You know, like you, you really, I think it was the first time, like as a 12 year old thinking like, oh, when I donate this food, someone else actually needs to eat it. Right. You know, like I, it wasn't, I guess before that, it kind of felt like when you were donating food, you were just throwing it out. Not that you were throwing it out, but you were getting rid of it. Right. Yeah. And I, I, that was a, that was a real learning moment for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think of it often. I think of it that, that all that powdered milk and like a whole like airplane cargo load of like, yes. powdered milk. Like, yeah, I know. That's one of those things where you're thinking, well, there was more than one person involved and they like from point A to point like the end, the point B. Yeah. And no one questioned this. No one. Right? Nobody. No one. No one thought this was a a missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. My goodness. Yeah. Anyways, I did enjoy. I did enjoy the podcast. They're they're an interesting couple. No, they're not a couple, but an interesting yeah. duo. Yeah. Um, but because they're they're quite they're they're kind of dry. They are. Right, because of the type of work yeah. they do, I think that yeah, yeah. you know that they're, they're always analyzing everything. They're not so nearly lots. Entre- they're not yeah. nearly as entertaining no. as we are. No, because there's <laughs> so much information coming in, and then they are like so quick to analyze that information. Yeah, yeah. plunk it away where it needs to go. Pull other stuff, which to me is is also kind of fascinating. Um, but yeah, but a little bit dry, but I really did like that. And it has now I'm like, Hmm, I should go back 
you know, because I'm always looking for podcasts because I listen to far too many podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just listened to one. It was on Wonder Wondery. Again, and it was all about um, Jerry Fall Far, Falwell, you know the um, the minister in the U.S. There was a senior and the junior, and they had a university. This is just recent too, because it was like in 2020, I think, when there were some other charges. Anyway, there was this whole like like um, Christian school, the university, and there was like people were being sexually assaulted. The, the the son, the junior, who was like the chancellor, was had been in like some sexual relationship with his wife and some young guy. And, and, and it was, I mean, it's just like he was a pool boy in Miami. And then they bought like this, these properties and oh, just crazy, crazy stuff. Um, but super interesting. Super interesting. And so then I just binge, like, I'm like, oh, I haven't listened to that. And all of the episodes are there. Boom, eight episodes. <laughs> like, it's so funny. That call you, it Monday. <laughs> it's so funny that you tease me so much about. I know your audiobooks. My audiobooks. But the reason that I get through so many audiobooks is because I put my podcast on hold, whereas yeah. you are like a podcast fiend. I am. And so then you, but I, I'm not saying one is better than the other. I think they're, yeah. they're, I think they're equally great. Right. Uh, but I think that's why I get through more audiobooks. The other thing is that you also make fun of me because oh. when I do watch television, yeah, I watch the same thing until I finish it. Yes, you binge, right? Yes. And so you make fun of me for that, but you are a podcast binger. I am a podcast binger. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I do love it. Now, you, we, you, yesterday you said that, no, because what did you just binge on? No. The shrink, we, the shrink Next Door. Yes. The Shrink Next Door, which if you haven't listened to or watched it or listened to it, watching it, outstanding, outstanding. The first episode I was like, eh, this is kind of weird. I don't really get it. I was like, eh. I also felt the same way. The first episode I was like, I'm this not sure really yeah. about this. Yeah. And then it sucks you in. It does. And it is a wild story. It is. And because it's it's based on tr um, some truth. Yeah. And the podcast is the truth. You actually li do listen to the, the people who are involved, um, which also is highly recommendable. But is the then, sorry, is the podcast also called The Shrink Next Door? Yes, it is. Yeah, I haven't listened to the podcast yet, but yeah. but the show on uh, on Apple Plus on Apple TV Plus Apple Plus US, yeah. What do you even call that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, anyway, yeah. you know you know what it is. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Okay. Okay. So then I had off of a podcast had heard about some old movie with Bill Murray and Melissa McCarthy called St. Vincent. So Phil's like, oh, let's watch a movie. He goes, well, let's watch this St. Vincent movie. And he goes, I think Henny told you. I go, no, Henny didn't tell me about this movie. No, I did not tell you. What a good movie, because, you know, I love Bill Murray. I don't, who, who can't love Bill Murray? Because he's just so funny and dry. And he was played a crotchety old man. So just a really good combo. 
Anyways, then Henny watched it and sobbed. I knew she would. Sobbed. Sobbed. Even though it's so predictable. Completely predictable. So predictable. I Truly, I was not even halfway through the movie and I knew exactly what I was in for. And then... Like, when it got close to the end, I cried a little bit. And then when it was closer to the end and the real, like, you know, yeah. climax was happening, I was, like, I was completely stuffed up. My eyes were bloodshot. I had tears, like, dripping <laughs> off my chin because the tears were flowing so fast. I was, a, like, a mess. Yeah. But then, like, so happy, you know? Like, it was, like, happy tears. Mm-hmm. So, th- anyway, did you watch an episode of Severance? I did not watch an episode of Severance, although... Oh. yeah. Tim has been watching it, and he keeps saying to me, have you started yet? Have you started yet? Have you started it yet? And I also believe that I recently know from Steph that she is also watching it, and that she oh. also thinks that it's good. Okay. So that's two for two. Have you watched an episode of it? No, and I'd never heard it until you said something to me when we were having a chat yesterday. I yeah, think. yesterday, yeah. And then I listened to uh, Armchair Expert today, and Dax and Monica were talking about it. Oh, okay. So, I was like, there's that darn show. <laughs> well, we're going to have to check it out. We're going to have to check it out. But it's in, it's on, probably on, it's, they'll say it's in the queue. It's in the queue. Yeah. Well, how about I check it out, and I'll tell you if I think you okay. would like it. Okay, perfect. Okay. All right. Perfect. I can do that one. I can do that one. You'll just have to find the name of the podcast you were talking about, about the the father, son, and the Christian school and that, because I'll put that in the show notes, too. Just okay. In case, just in case people are looking for a, a scandal. Yeah. In God, we lust. Oh. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> on on Wondery. Well, I don't know. Honey, have anything else? That's it for this week. Wonderful to chat. Always learn something. Always have a good laugh. So thank you for swallowing your yawn and giving me that look. <laughs> you're you're very welcome. I and I promise and, it's not that I was bored. <laughs> yeah, and I have to. I'm still saving that picture that I got of you when when we froze we lost internet connection a couple weeks ago and you had that look on your face I, I it will it will it will rear its ugly head sometime oh I'm sure it will I can hardly wait <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right well everyone have a great week uh, take care of yourselves have fun enjoy the weather and yes. uh, and we'll catch up with you later all right. sounds good okay bye, okay. bye.